Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show. Today is a Transformation Tuesday. As a matter of fact, oh my god, we're going to talk about a coaching. So, for those of you who have watched my IGTV live already on Instagram, you guys will already know the bulk of it, right? But this one is just going to be slightly different, a little bit longer. So, you guys already know Mira Butler. I brought her on to this podcast a number of times. She is like my rock. She is everything to me because it feels like I finally know someone that understands me from head to toe. Um, and, you know, she's my Wakanda folk because, of course, she lives out there in South Africa. But nonetheless, she did a little coaching session with me yesterday. And I started talking about what is it that's making me stay here in Thailand? Guys, I've already told you about the story about Thailand. I want to leave. I want to leave Thailand. Now, COVID has stopped that. Yes, we're already aware of that. But at the same time, I'm just trying to think like, okay, Arsenio, if there wasn't any COVID, would you just get up and leave right now? Okay, Arsenio, let's just say if we just, I don't know, if we just get rid of, um, what is it? If we just get rid of, you know, what's happening up there in upcountry because that's such a massive opportunity in my life that right now that's bringing a lot of spice and a lot of great things. Oh, shit. I think it just broke something. Sure did. Anyways, it's bringing a lot into my life. But if we X that out, Arsenio, would you leave if we were in a COVID-free world? My, 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 of course, my go-getter side, my powerful voice would say yes. But my powerless voice would say no. So what is this powerless voice? Well, we have to figure this out. We have to go to the root of everything. So, Arsenio, what's making you feel this way? And I'm like, well, I feel like I haven't accomplished my goal here. She's like, what's your goal there? And I'm like, well, I feel like I need to take down these racists. And she's looking at me like, what do you mean by that? I'm like, well, the Thai women. I need to take them out. She's like, what do you mean by taking them out? Like, I need to defeat them. I need to walk into a room and have everyone look at me and have someone say, oh, my God, Arsenio. Just so I could look at them from head to toe and just give them that look and say, yeah, bitch, you thought wrong. For some reason... I don't know what that is, but then I realized, ooh, that's kind of like feeding the ego. So what is it deep within me that makes me want to stay here? So I had to keep thinking about it. Okay, what it is, you know, what what are some things that I could do to overcome? Okay, what, is, what are a couple other things that I could do? Okay, Arsenio, now we have an idea of what I could possibly get done, but now... What can we do to amplify that? Well, what ended up happening after this was I realized that I'm very powerful when I go running down the street. So if you guys don't already know, I love putting on some apparel. I love putting on my clothes. I love going over the bridge. I love going down the bridge on the other side of the river and just barreling through the CBD area, running by those Thai women, looking at them like, I'm motherfucking unstoppable. I feel like that. And she's like, oh, so you have that sense of, you know, being powerful, being bold, being loud, being brash, being whatever it is that you feel. And when I feel and when I go through that anguish and I'm sweating my ass off and I'm looking at them like, yeah, bitches, you guys have no fucking idea what hard work is. You bitches are just giving everything because you're all racist. You know what I mean? Like me getting back at them to prove to them that I'm stronger than them. And then I'm like, <clears throat> so we just kept going, and I'm like, okay, Arsenio, why do you feel that way? And then I realized, oh, man. So I think 
what this comes down to is Arsenio was verbally abused when he was when he was younger. And what do you mean when he was younger? Well, when I came here at the age of 25, it's like when I went to Australia. Can you imagine if I came or went, you know, came here when I was 23 years old, just like when I moved to Australia, I would have been completely destroyed. Because I was even more sensitive then. Everyone's sensitive. But see, back in 2013, when I started getting denied going to places and, oh, sorry, no, no, you can't come in here. Can't come into this bar. It's kind of like the, how they have places out there like that in Japan. And, you know, being a turn, turned away at some restaurant, seeing a white Irish teacher getting more praise and more value than me, that reduced me to tears when I went home one night and I slammed my arms on that bed and I wept like a baby. See, that is verbally abused Arsenio, the one that had to go through the you black man, low class pimp, black people are dirty, black people are this, black people are that. The racist scum of this fucking country. I had to battle those fuckers. It was difficult, and I didn't know how to do it, but the problem is that was powerless Arsenio. That was sensitive Arsenio. That was open-minded, beautiful Arsenio. So from that, I emanated out there, you know, for the next four years. This is who I am until I started building and rebuilding myself up through personal development. So the Arsenio you hear now is a fucking monster. I'm unstoppable. I run all up and down these bitches. They cannot fuck with me out here. I'll take a racist out like no other. It's simple. It's easy. They're micro to me. But the problem is, the other side of Arsenio, the one that needs attending, he's been verbally abused. And I've been putting on this alpha mask, running down the street, acting like, yeah, nothing's wrong. But when I come to make a really big decision and I want to leave, I can't. So then, you know, Mira, ah, I forgot the word, but, you know, she was just... She's practically telling me, like, Arsenio, there comes a time that you're going to have to heal yourself. What are some methods? What are some things that you can do to overcome this? To overcome this little problem that you have right now? Is it journaling? Is it self-talk? Is it through meditation? What is it that you can just reheal and give that weak side of you a voice again? You know, I was saying something in my video. I I completely forgot what it was. And it sucks. I wrote some things down. (gasps) The inner child. There we go. So, the inner child in me needs to be nursed. He's balled up. He's in a corner. I went through a meditation practice earlier this morning. And while I was doing that, I was nurturing him. Because I was in like an alpha brainwave state. It was just before I went to sleep. Like right into rapid eye movement. Right? So, this is when your brain could be highly impressed this is one of the greatest stages of course above alpha i think is delta if i'm not uh if i'm not uh if i'm not mistaken and those are what obviously monks are very easy to get you know they could go into that very very quickly so you know i end up saying (sighs) seeing him in a corner and i'm looking at him and i put my hand on his knee and he had his head between his knees And then he looked at me with tears in his eyes. And I said, hey, it's time. It's time for you to be healed. And when I put my hand on his knee, I felt like that was a wake-up call for him already. Could it be me giving him a voice? Could it be him needing just a heal? Someone who he needs to, you know, he needs to talk to someone? Who knows what it is? But the reason why it is so hard for me to leave this country is because he is not healed. And until he is not healed, I'll never be 100% about leaving this fucking country. 
Now, I don't know what I should do about that. Back in 2016, I do believe that I helped him by going back to that province, and I went back in that bold and that fucking, ooh, powerful Arsenio, like, yeah, guess what, guess what, I'm top of the fucking class right now. And so when I went back there, I was walking around looking at all the people, I was like, I want you motherfuckers to say something, do something. You fucking racist. And the, but the thing is, everyone was all happy there. I was like, yeah, fuck all y'all. I was just so angry because I was like, this isn't what you guys were about before. Fuck you guys. Come on, show me your ignorance so I can cuss you the fuck out. Mm-mm. So that's probably why I didn't get my full healing back then. Is it me going back to my racist employer? I doubt it. It's him that needs to be healed because it's the opinions that he had accepted. That inner child needs to be nurtured. And so... As a tactic and for something, you know, something actionable for you guys, sometimes things have happened in our past. It could be verbal abuse, emotional abuse, psychological abuse, physical abuse, whatever it may be. And we kind of just have a feeling or we, 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 have a, a, we have a tendency of masking it. Robin Williams. I remember when Lewis Hose mentioned him in the book uh, in terms of the Joker mask. Um, he would make everyone laugh. He could make everyone at any time, anywhere, any place, laugh, 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 laugh. He was the man, but he killed himself. Why? He was masking it. Another person like Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart could make people laugh, 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 laugh. But some, for, for some reason, I feel like internally there is something wrong with him. With a lot of comedians, a lot of comedians have passed away. A lot of rappers have passed away. A lot of, you know, people who have money over the past year, you know, Anthony Bourdain. He had that drug mask on. Well, not really, but he had a mask on. It wasn't alpha, but I always realized that there was something very, very wrong with him. And this was dating back to like 09, 010. 09 or 10, whatever you want to call it. Because I could see it in his videos. Dude, you're traveling to Cambodia. You're going to Korea. You're going to every country in the world. But when I look at your face, I feel pain. I feel anguish. I feel someone that needs to be let loose. And he killed himself. Just as a lot of other people have killed themselves. So, so you have to really think about it, guys. Like, what is that thing that's bugging you? You cannot continue to mask it. You got to transform yourself. Because for you to be able to give yourself 100% fully, you're going to have to go back and fix some things. It's alas, Eric Thomas. You know, there was a time where, you know, a lady was in at a hotel or something like that. There was, oh, it's on one of his albums on iTunes. And, you know, he's and she's like, um... Oh, no, I think he said he was speaking to God or something like that, right? Because, of course, Eric Thomas is religious. And then God was like, and, and you know, Eric Thomas, he was only giving 60% to his wife. And he's like, Man, I don't know why I'm only giving 60%. And God was like, well, you need to go back and fix things with your mom. And Eric Thomas was like, no, I can't go back and do that. I can't. But he knew he needed to. It's not what he wanted. It's what he needed to do. And now he's able to give 120% to his mom. Why? Because he wasn't able to invest. I'm, not, I'm sorry, not to his mom, but to his wife. Because he wasn't able to invest that f- additional f- 20% over the 100 because of problems he had in the past with the woman. Alas, his mom. You're never going to be able to. You're going to continue going in circles over and over and over until, until you blow up. You got to go back and fix things. This was really difficult for me. Right after that, I was thinking about it. I was like, man, I'm good. But then I thought about it again. And Mira was like, hey, we're going to have our coaching call tomorrow. And I'm like, dude, I messaged. I was like, I'm not ready for that because I really do feel like if we go into the whole family thing, which is the next phase, I'm going to ball out because that's going to be the most difficult part to speak about. This is a part that is much needed.
and needs to be spoken about. I need to fully come to agreement that everything is the past and there's nothing else I could do right now. And all I could do is embrace that past. And so, guys, I'm telling you. I'm telling you guys right now to start journaling. If you have no one to go to, obviously you have me to speak to. But a lot of people, of course, on this podcast, they don't really reach out to me. But just think about it. Write those things down. Those things that have hurt you. Any type of abuse that you've been through in the end. And then start saying, you know, what? Well, what's a little exercise that you could do? Well, if you think about it, you're like, man, I really don't know. Well, you know what I did and what I'm going to start doing every day. And it's going to take a lot, a lot more time. That's fine. But at the end of every evening, I'm going to write down all the nasty comments Thai people have said to me in one column. This is an exercise that Lisa did. And then on the right is going to be everything that completely negates that. So, ew, black man. Right side is going to be like, wow, you are a beautiful African-American. And then I'm going to go back to the left side and scratch it out. And I'm going to do that over and over and over until it's healed and until that's kind of like the bang pattern, right? The bang pattern, that's obviously the technique that, you know, both Mira and I had spoken about in our some of our previous podcasts. But it's that repetition. And every time I cross that out, I'm going to replace it with unconditional love of what I truly am, not what the negative opinions of other dickheads were. That's the technique that you, that you can use. Sometimes you're going to have to dive deeper. Sometimes you're going to have to go really deep and do a healing session. Like Antoine Fisher, that re- that's very reminiscent of, of him. So in saying that, guys, it was a truly magnificent transformation. I think this was only the beginning in terms of me healing that side. And now the parents and my family, that's the next side that needs to be healed. So there's a lot. There's a lot of emotional wear and tear, but this is essential. For me to engage fully in all relationships, I'm going to have to heal things that are just still stuff in my past. Because I'm 32 years old. I'm in a country by the name of Thailand. This should be no reason why I'm still single. But to be honest with you, the reason why I'm still single, I really think it's embedded in my my subconscious mind. Something that has has happened to me. In my past, and you know what that is? With my father, abandonment. He abandoned me. So every time I feel like something's going wrong, I hurry up and abandon, and I leave. Why? Because my father left me back in 1999 and 2001. Never saw him again. Try adding me on Facebook, too late for that. See what I mean? These things correlate, guys. So I'm just telling you guys, you're going to have to face yourself one way or another. And that's all I got for you today. Stay tuned for more Over and Out.